Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hey, y'all. It's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Diamond Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Joining us on the Cindy Cochran Show on Lone Star Community Radio. Oh, you do a song that, that rhymes. Um, we're so happy to have you. It is so hot outside. I hope you're all inside on your computer watching us or on YouTube or the uh, Facebook of Lone Star Community Radio and just in, you know, just chilling. That's all we need you to do because we're just going to have a chilled kind of show today because it's just Richard and I. Is that right, Richard and I or Richard and me? Richard, I? I believe it's Richard and I. Richard and I, good, okay. Uh, and, you know, this is Ask Me Anything. And I figured up that, Richard, we have 112 years of life on Earth between us. So that, he, now he's calculating. Is that right? It is right? <laughs> Just go with it. I know who contributed the most time on earth is me. But um, there was a listener that was talking about how funny it is to listen to us talk, try and talk to each other and communicate about certain things because there's such a vast age difference between us. And um, so it's it's fun to ask him different questions about things. Or, or you can ask me about questions questions about anything because I've been around so much longer than Richard but Richard does have his own special take on things and sometimes he interjects and and I'm always the target look at the shirt I have on yeah that's not a target that's a shield that's it is a target that's what they shoot at that's not that's that's a Captain Captain America's shield I know but don't they shoot at it it's not a target what it's not a target. I, yeah, good try. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Wooten Financial Group. <laughs> I was getting for all him. your future financial planning. Please contact Chris Wooten at the Wooten Financial Group. You can call them at nine three six four four nine five nine five two, or visit them online at wootenfinancial.com. Thank you so much to the Wooten Financial Group for supporting the Cindy Cochran Show. Boy, do we thank you. We thank you so, so much because if it wasn't for you, you know, the mic would go. That's it. That's all yeah. you'd hear. And it wouldn't Pretty it much. wouldn't be here. <laughs> but we're here to bring you uh, some entertaining things, uh, mostly from my side. 
and then some, you know, ridiculous stuff that uh, Richard just pops in his head and he says it. And then I have to try and, you know, smooth it over because if people believed everything he said about me, they would never listen to this show. Our numbers would really go down. That would be terrible. Um, do you know that Mindy Miller, one of Elvis's last girlfriends, and she did a, um, a couple of interviews with us, and then we uh, just replayed the interview. That She has over 9,000 listeners to that interview, views to that cool. interview. Cool. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I, it's... You know, I told Bob Smiley he he brought the most people, but I I got to have. Oh, you know, it's funny. I saw over the weekend some guy jumped Elvis's fence to his pool and jumped in his pool at the at Graceland. Oh, so some guy got in trouble. <laughs> you know, you don't mess that them at all because usually that's so well guarded. You wouldn't be su- surprised that that would happen. But um, you know, remember. Uh, Phyllis Ledbetter came on the show. It's one of my best bestest friends, and she came on the show. And she had, um, she's a big NASCAR fan and all that, and just just an interesting person. She really is. She goes everywhere. She drives a big RV and huge RV, and goes different places and goes and follows the NASCAR drivers and 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 does okay. all that. Well, that sounds she, like a lot of fun. She she was here. And when we very first started over here, she came on. And remember, she had a, there was a bomb scare. She was supposed to be here, and I called her. And she oh, says, yeah. I'm sorry, there was a bomb scare. I've got to stay here in my office. Uh, so anyway, she went to Graceland, and she, she got into the Elvis you know, stuff when the movie came out and all that. And she went, and I just I knew it. I knew if she went, this is what she would be doing. She would be getting a private tour around Graceland. She got to go to places that most people don't get to go to that are on the tour. And uh, she just talked her way through it just, you know, just by going up and talking about oh, what a fan I am and all that stuff and, and endeared herself to the people there. And she got to go get a private tour, a tour. Cool. And uh, it was, she's that kind of yeah. person. You, you know, yeah, because we, we actually talked a little bit about visiting old, like, classic areas on mm-hmm. audience of one with andrew yeah and i was thinking to myself it's like you know, growing up with my father being a huge history guy we went to like mount vernon and we went to i don't I, I think i went to like i know i went to thomas jefferson's like loft or whatever he hung out in and then you know tom uh i'm trying to think uh, john uh is it madison john madison is it john madison or john adams john adams yes. and abigail we visited right. their house and I was like, this is so creepy <laughs> well, to be here because it's like it's some guy's job or lady's job to make sure this is what it, it kind of looks like when they were there. I'm like, is it really how it looked like? How, do we have photographic evidence of like this is how he did his pins and or his feathers and, you know, <laughs> where's a latrine and all that kind of stuff. And um, it was just funny to me because, like, you know, they try to – it's like a tourist trap. Oh, it's, sure. So That was always – I just believed everything. I just believed that's they were, the the indention in the sea was where they sat. And when I went to Ford Theater, did you go to Ford Theater when you were in Washington? Maybe. You mean where he was shot? Where, yeah. Yeah. You you went I think there? I, I think I've been there. That 
that was just amazing. And I went to the basement. They have the museum of him in the basement, and they have this little box. Take a selfie with him? With his hair. Take a selfie. No. Yeah. No. No, I did with that big statue. I would like. Well, because I, mean, I, I kind of want to look up the strangest museum that you wouldn't, because I know there's a couple museums like uh, like in, in London, you can take a tour of Jack the Ripper. And like see oh, where they apparently you know, murdered all these people. Yay. I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> that's cool. But there's a little, there's different things. Like I remember we went on a tour in Charleston, and it was like a, like the first jail there. But the jail that was under in a basement. Yeah. And so when it would flood, the first thing that would flood is the jail, and it, they wouldn't let people out. So it's just like they would always have deaths <laughs> in their jail. <laughs> And th- I mean, the I'm talking like, you know, <laughs> post-revolutionary war. Right. But it's just funny to me. I was just like, all right, that's just one way, that's one way, that's to, one way to do it. And then... Get rid of the jail population. That would be, you know, have more room for everybody. But the thing, this museum with Abraham Lincoln, they had... A, someone had cut part of his hair when he was... You know, they took him across the street. Right. It was kind of like going to religious places, too. Like, I can't imagine going to like Jerusalem and just how touristy it is. Oh man. Cuz I never I never like once looked into it, but I imagine there's some touristy things to it. And it's like like the Wailing Wall. Like that yeah. actually has like a real purpose. Right. But right. then now it's just like why would I need to go there? But, but the, when you visit it it's like all these people take pictures with it. But they, like, but here's the grave. We know this is the grave. We and, think. And we know where this is where Jesus was born. Uh, in Bethlehem, we needed to uh, install a bathroom, so we needed to move the grave because there wasn't any running water or anything over here. So we we moved it like a couple times to make sure people had a bathroom to go in before they. Because people think they can just go in the grave. Well, people would you know if you're expecting something to you know like angels' voices going in as you oh you been walk in no no, no I'm saying I, I I would go to I'd look at videos and watch videos of the the tourist and going in and up but it's so plain and you know it's kind of rusted a little bit <laughs> so i'm going like y'all this is terrible well you yeah know? that's what i'm trying to say is it's funny that like certain areas just because they're rich and old or just old we got to make it a a preserved spot but usually though you are so disappointed because it's a lot smaller than your imagination imagines. Like everything you watch on TV, you see it. Oh, the big you boulder. You think it's going to be real, uh, real big, and and well, that's kind of true. That's kind of the true story about Jesus and everything. What do you mean? They blow it out of proportion. Like you think he, you think he turned water to wine for like five thousand people? Not five thousand, no. but it was a it was a wedding, and it was he, probably just a couple jars. And you think they all shared it? No, I think I think he did more. Than he that. probably gave COVID to everybody because he put his hands in that stuff, and it's just like come forgive on, him for come he on. knows not what he talks about. Um, no, you have to. You like have to I always imagine, I always imagine that when he fed the five thousand, the ten thousand people, you know that classic story, right? I always imagine the leftover food, and it's yeah. just kind of like who's taking care of this? Not Jesus. <laughs> You know he's already gone. He's he, he he's one of those guys. He's like the CEO of companies. I provided it. I don't take care of it. That's right. And just leaves. And there's like, man, we got 15 baskets of rotten fish. What are we <laughs> supposed to do? 
No one oh. thinks about it. You have to fry it up. and Yeah, uh, they, they definitely fried things back then. Yeah. You don't think they did? I think they did a little bit, but not like the way we think of. I think they put of. the fish over something and over a fire? Yes. I have no idea. Oh, well. I'm not going to imagine what they ate then. I know. Yeah, your imagination just goes crazy. You know, but, but he did he did turn the water into wine. Yeah, but it's and he, not like... And he it, argued with his mom. His mom said, would you do this? And he goes, woman, you know it's not my time to do this. And he says... I think I'm well, just good for parlor tricks. And she just turned around and tells the, the servants and said, just whatever he says to do, do it. And then she walked away. Yeah, but I mean, and it's was, not like he did... 15,000 gallons of wine. You probably well, just, I don't think there was that many people. How do you I'm know saying. there was that many people at the wedding? I, I'm just saying everyone blows out of proportion. That was the original comment I had. No, well, I think the feeding of the 5,000 was true. I Maybe. Think. I mean, no, no, they, do you think they did a head count? If, the feeding of the 5,000. Do you think they did a head count? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there were people counting. Look how many people And that 5,000 in one person? Will, tough luck, dude. You weren't air beforehand. <laughs> You think that 5,001 person would be like, what the heck? I heard there was free food. Not for you. Poor thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think that everybody was provided for. Well, I also think fine. they use the, that term 5,000 because back in the day, that's like a lot more people than ever people would think. So it's like, it's got to be a lot of people. we got to write now a lot of people. But how do we say a lot of people? Well, 5,000 is a big number. Mm-hmm. But like today's 5,000 is not a big number. Because like Richard. we hang out in coliseums and like we go, we go yeah. so it's like oh, there's forty thousand people in this, right? So five thousand is that much. I I uh, worked on a concert with a lot of Christian acts, and it was going to be in, the 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 leaders at this thing ask our uh, production company to you know shoot it and preserve it and all that stuff, and so we. We go, and they, I said, where are you having this event? And they said, at the Rice University, in at their stadium. I said, at their st- hey, how many people does that hold? And he, she said, we're going to have 70,000 people there. And I went, you're going to have 70,000? Well, when we set the stage, how how are you envisioning the say, stage? Because all they have their back all on the other side. So 35,000 people on each side in that stadium. Yeah. And she said, uh, well... We'll do big screens for the other side, you know, and so order big screens. So I got the big screens. Of, now, I didn't know how many, I, the way they talked was like they'd done these concerts like before and stuff, but it was all done on faith. She said, we're going to pray. I like this. We're going to pray and we have to have, um, we have to have the, the grounds have to be finished and ready to go. And I said, wait, wait, we're, we're set. We're still setting up the stage. Well, the stage, because we have to consecrate the the land. Oh my gosh! So and and said, only one person can do that. And, and so they're the not pastor gonna, they're, yeah, come. they're not going to be there until eight p.m. Yeah, the pastor's supposed to come do this, and we're. I said, do you, okay. I'm going to. I think God's bigger than what you think He is, because I think it's going to be okay. Okay. I think we can pray over this land, but we've got to get this thing built. And if you want them to have a stage and and all this, it has to be built now. And she says, "Well, I have to go talk to the pastor about that." And so he came back, and he and the pastor says, "Yeah, uh, that's go ahead, go ahead, and we'll do it all around it. You know, we'll consecrate all." I said, "All right." So, um, so what's hilarious about that is if something bad happens 
inside of that, it's like, oh, that's because we didn't bless it. Well, they kept coming up and asking, asking me, um, because the person who was leading this, who, who started all of this, got Rice University and all that, was overwhelmed by the bands. Oh, these were all top the, in the top 10. Yeah. And all. So did, did 70 people, 75,000 people show up? No, maybe 3,000. That's sad. Yeah, and it was it was sad. But she left. She left, and just walked out. So it was because all she scam. Was, no, no, she she walked out because she it was just overwhelming for her. And uh, so I got the, I was like second in command, and so they all came to me and asked me like, what what's going to happen if we rain? I, what, is it going to rain? Do you know what the weather is? Have you found out what the weather is yet? What if if this starts raining? Then I'm not putting my my stuff out there at all, and. I said, look, hang on just a second, just a second. So I got my phone. I started, I said, okay, God, listen, are you planning to have any kind of rain happen here at uh, at Rice Stadium? And they go, that's not funny. It's not funny at all. And they'd walk away. And it was, I'd never seen, ego, I understand egos. Just, but these bands were so egotistical about things. And I kept saying, you guys are Christian bands and listen to you fighting over stuff and arguing over things. Y'all can't do this. You cannot do this. And um, so it was, I was so glad when that night was over, I couldn't believe it. And, And she called later and said, I'm so sorry. I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't take it. I just, I was so upset. And the K star came out, they were there. And uh, all these, you know, but they only filled up like that much of a huge thing. And they wouldn't open the other side finally to let people in way over there because it wasn't going to happen. So um, everybody sang and, you know, came across it was fine. And the people that were there enjoyed it a lot. But it was, when you're going to do something like that, and you say you're going to have 70,000 people there, and I start questioning, how are you marketing this? And she says, well, uh is going to tell everybody about it, and it's going to be word of mouth, and we're going to pray about it. And I said, I, I think that faith is wonderful, but there's 70,000 people is a lot of people. Yeah. So it was, it was a learning experience. I was like... Oh, did you see what happened at Burning Man? Yes, yeah. I felt so sorry for them because I said I think there was more than seventy thousand people there stuck. <laughs> oh well, what's strange to me about that too is, and if, if the audience doesn't know what Birdie Man, it's like it's like a festival thing in the middle of the desert, right? So the amenities are very rare, or you have to bring your own amenities, kind of thing, right? I've I've always been kind of surprised that they never had rain or anything before. I guess because not. I know they had a bad storms, but I'm like I right. feel like that concert thing or whatever you want to call it. Festival's been going on for so long that you think one year they would it would have rained and they learned oh hey this is what we need to do if it rains yeah but but it, they didn't advertise it that way in the beginning because they well, advertise the it like they're gonna have all this stuff there and gonna, no that's know. fire festival you're thinking something different uh, I, that's what so Bernie Man is just like I don't I, honestly I don't know if it's an organized event to the point where like sponsors are there. I thought it was more of like a commune kind of thing. Like everyone just hangs out in the desert and they bring their own buses and they, it's like art and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I, I have a buddy that went and he was stuck there for like 10 days. Oh no. So I'll talk to him tomorrow and I'll find out exactly what the point of the, like, cause at first I thought it was like an organized thing where you have bands and you're doing that. 
But I don't think it is. I think it literally is just a bunch of people hanging out in the desert. And, like, there's – you might be able to find, like, a group that you can pay to go with, and they'll provide food and stuff. But I don't think there's, like, an organized thing brought to you by T-Mobile or something like yeah. that. I think it's, like, but legit. everybody was on – you're so on your own. you're dealing with – yeah, so I'm saying I think everybody literally was on their own. It yeah. wasn't It wasn't, like, one of those things where – And they'd had this before, and they – okay, I mean, you're, you're saying I'm talking about the fire – Fire festival. Well, the, I, I'm talking about the – they're gonna. They burned the uh, man. It, yeah, that it's probably the same thing. Here, I'm trying to pull it up. Let's see. They call it the Burning Man Project. Yes. Yeah, that, I'm talking about. We're talking yeah. about the same thing. So it looks like a nonprofit. You can donate. It reminds you of Woodstock. I mean, it, that's what it reminds. Well, that's me what of. I think it is. Yeah, it's a nonprofit project. Yeah. I see. You weren't even born when Woodstock came up and that's all we saw was video of that during all that time they kept showing everything that they were doing and they couldn't show everything they were doing it looks like it started in 1986 it started in 86 yeah wow that is amazing but again I always thought at one point it would have rained and so they know like oh hey this is how we have to, you know, help people. But I guess a lot of people who go there don't know, don't really know a lot about. Well, this one guy said, you know, a lot of these people are driving RVs, these big yeah. RVs, and they, said they don't really know how to drive them except on a on a freeway. You know, they could do that. But they were hitting each other and banging into each other trying to get out of there because they couldn't control. There was no, there was no way to control it. I thought, oh, what a mess. And what a mess to clean up. Who does that? I mean, I imagine this nonprofit. Uh, but yeah. Well, unless they're sell- what are they selling to make money? I don't I Entrance think it's into I, it? no, I don't I don't know. I think there might be like the nonprofit might organize it where you get parking spots and everything and you pay like, oh, you have an RV, it's a thousand bucks. Oh. I'll find out more from my buddy. Yeah. Oh, that can we have him on the show? I'll see if he wants to come on. He lives in Houston, though. Well, so you don't think he wants to come on? Well, he has a job, Cindy. Well, they can I'll let him, him off from two I'll or three. Him. I'll ask him, and we'll let him advertise where he works. Where does he work? I think some financial firm. I, I oh, okay. Know. Oh well, we can't have conflict of interest. No. <laughs> so. He can't talk about that. Maybe he works for Curse Wooten. I don't know. Oh man, never asked. You never know. Uh, I always do that with my buddies. I never ask. What they do? Well, it's like my mom always, I always remember growing up and my mother always gave me a hard time because she's like, oh, how's this person? How's this person? How's this person? I'm like, I don't know. And, and like, we well, just hung out with them. Yeah, we had fun. And it's like, well, how are they doing? Like, Why? Where, where do they work? How are their kids? Oh, they, they seem fine. Why do you want to be the typical man? Because that's, everybody jokes about that. Is it? They go and they spend all this time with this person. They come back and the wife says, so how was Mary? She says, okay. She looked, we had a great time. She seemed fine. She smiled a lot. There you go. <laughs> Diet looks good. You, you want me to bring a stool sample next time and we can figure oh. it all out? So gross. No, but, but yeah. She, if she said. Like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know. <laughs> just thinking about it. I'm pretty sure I don't know the names of the businesses or companies or whatever 
my friends work for. Like, I know one of my friends is a lawyer. Couldn't tell you what law firm he works for. <laughs> couldn't tell you. But they all know that you're in radio, right? Well, yeah, because I've been doing this for so long, and it's yeah. like the radio station. They don't even probably know the name. It's like, oh, it's the radio station. <laughs> Do they listen That's to That's Lone Star show? Community Radio. Download our app today on Apple and, the, and Google. What? Download our app. You, we have an app, Cindy. Cindy doesn't even know. I know we, we have. Cindy doesn't even know. Yes. I Doesn't I know even we're, know. we are being heard all over the world, right? Again, so you don't even know. <laughs> Just, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Whoever is listening, you're important to us. And and here's that's, a that's deal. A, that's such a like a halfway caring statement. What? Like we're well, important to us, whoever you are out there. You are because if are. you if you weren't listening or watching, Dennis O'Connor. Um, well, they can comment right now live on Facebook. Just Joe Kennedy. Start Community Radio. Yeah, well, there's a, there's people that will. Uh, we just have to create more controversy to get more people like that. Mindy Miller. We just got to call her the last girlfriend. Yeah, man. And all, instead of one of the last girlfriends, and then it's all it's all over. We're getting hate mail. We got yeah, hate mail. Yes. And I was like, okay, okay, let's do that again. <laughs> let's get her on. His fans are so so fanatical that. They knew when that came up on the screen, uh, it said his last girlfriend, Mindy Miller. They started, you know, calling her and calling her all kind of names. You're not the last girlfriend, and how dare you try and take that position? And she said, I didn't do it. So she starts calling me, and I call Richard. You got to take that off of there and just say, one of the last girlfriends. I mean that was the truth. One of the last girlfriends, and he just. Well, I like how you is you say you need to take this off. I'm like, well, you're the one that wrote that. No, 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 no. I wrote one, and you said I took one out because it couldn't fit all the words in there. Remember? I don't remember that. I remember I did everything right. No, that's not true. I'm right. You're right. So did you have a good Labor Day? I don't know. Uh, I slept all the way through everything. Everything. Perfect time to do it. It was oh. Because, and it was so funny how, because I get up early with the kids to take them to school. And so I'm so excited when there's not something I have to get up that early for anymore. And so when uh, Labor Day came, and I remember my body clock goes, get up, you got to get up and you got to go wake up this one and then wake up the other one and get the, get the lunch made and all that. And I just didn't listen to it. It was, it was horrible, but. Do you, I mean, do you have a good body clock? Like, do you wake up right before the alarm goes off? It just depends. It Like, I if I go to bed early, I'm going to wake up really early. But if I go to bed late, I'll still wake up somewhat early. But Were, then... you, were you awake last night when I called? I, I, you I called mean, me? When I, text, I texted you. Yeah, like at 1230, I texted you back. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I yeah, looked I up, up and I went, well, I didn't know if I, did that wake you up? When you get a text, yeah, why it, would you text me at twelve thirty? It I didn't mean to do That's that. That's what emails for. I I didn't I, but I texted you. I didn't. I was trying to let you know. So I, I was need, trying to let yeah, you know something. I need something. to set some ground rules for a lot of these hosts. They keep calling me like <laughs> after seven p.m. and I'm like, just email the station. Like, um, man, you know, you're in the entertainment business. It's all hours. You don't yeah, have. No, I get it. Y'all, y'all disregard what I do. Totally, exactly. You're <laughs> I, I still think my favorite one is you call me on Wednesday nights every Wednesday, and I'm like, what do you think I'm doing right now? I do this every Wednesday night. 
I'm bowling. You're right. bowling. I can't. I can't remember your schedule, but, um, but it's every Wednesday. Okay, but now it's different. You though. you know something happened that was a scary thing that happened. Uh, like I think I want to say it was last week. So I was chatting with my mother, and she started saying like, "You you're bowling a whole lot," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> And she's like, yeah, like I kind of noticed that you you bowl a whole lot. Like you're up at that bowling alley a whole lot. And I go, well, you know, I work there to help them out sometimes. So it's not like I'm bowling every day. Mm -hmm. And then that's exactly what my ex-wife would always say. And I'm like, you know, I'm not bowling every night up there. Like I'm literally making money while doing stuff. Like I'm helping them out. Right. And I'm working there at night. Like I was like, I, I, I bowl one day a week. That's one recreational day a week, but that turns into you're bowling every night. Every night. So I kind of had that. I was like, I guess that's a woman thing. Because like the fact that my mom mentioned it and then my ex-wife always got mad at me about that. I was like, man. And then my host would call me. But I was ever ever mad. I was just trying to tell you something. Well, the thing I learned from that after talking to my mom about that, I was like, I should just never work where I play. Because people don't understand the difference, but cl- apparently, mm-hmm. apparently they don't understand the difference. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I almost got mad at my mother because all those, you know, those emotions from the ex-wife. I'm like the same. I'm like, hey, oh, come funny. on, like let's be realistic here. Do you want me to paste my schedule on the on the fridge? <laughs> working, <laughs> working, hosting a tournament, working, <laughs> playing. <laughs> Yes. One day That's a week playing. <laughs> see, I know, but uh, the, but, she's, but see, she loves you. Well, no, I think what I'm gonna, so what I've learned from that whole experience is I'm just gonna get mad at people for what they want to do, just to get mad. Like when you call me after eight, I'm like, don't ever call me after eight. I'm just gonna get mad about it. You're gonna because well, you call me all the time after eight. Yeah, all the time. I'm gonna get mad about it. There you go. That would be perfect because you know how hard that that hurts my feelings so bad. I can tell in your text when you text back, especially when you just put a Y there instead of yes or an N there instead of no. But it's like what one time you said something to me and I was like, okay, I want to say okay, and I just put K because it's uh, it's like, all right, if you're gonna be snarky, then fine, K, okay. And that's well. No, I, what I love are the thumbs up. Those are always my favorite responses. <laughs> but see, because put... it's like, well, again, texting is the worst way to actually like effectively communicate. Oh, I I agree. And that's you why should... you shouldn't text at twelve thirty at night. About you know what's funny is it's always, <laughs> I would say about ninety percent of our text messages you could just easily emailed it to the station. Yeah, but I don't know when you you look at that. I look at it every morning and every before I go to bed every night to make sure I don't miss anything. Okay, you're gonna you look at it before you go to bed. Yeah. Okay. When do you go to bed? Whenever I want. Okay. Well, see, I don't know when to. I'm not gonna bother you, but see, the email is not bothering me. No, I needed you to know that before. So that you knew that no, I had... Okay, I want to tell this to the whole shows. audience here. You're going to love this. So for about, I would say a month, <laughs> a month and a half, I told everyone that had a show on Thursday and Friday, I'm out of town. It's my best friend's birthday. 
I'm going out of town. It's like a way in advance. Just letting everyone know. And I kid you not, every week after I said I said that to everybody, hey, is it this week you're going out of town? No, no, it's the 7th and 8th of September. And Cindy, I kid you not, you asked me at least three weeks in a row leading up to this. Oh, is it this weekend you're going out of town? Is it Labor Day weekend you're going out of town? No, it's the 7th and 8th. And you know what Cindy texted me last night? Oh, hey, I have a tentative guest for Thursday on the 7th. But but explain what I said after. I said I, I put... And I was like, I almost wanted to say... No. Yeah, sure. I, I almost wanted to be like, yeah, that sounds great. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then at 3 o'clock on Thursday, I'm not here. <laughs> and you're going to be like, where is he? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm out of town. No, I... I almost wanted to I, do it. I put, and pending, I put pending. But why would you even pinned it if you know I'm going to be out of town? I wasn't sure, but I knew if I pinned, it was so that's pending, what, so that's you what, were going to so tell. So that's what I love. Is, so instead of, instead of writing it down that when I'm out of town, you're just going to test the waters every week <laughs> leading up to the day that I'm going out of town. It's like, oh, is it the, let's, let's see if it's going to be this week. I, don't, I never originally wrote it. I never actually read what he wrote. I just knew he's going out of town eventually. So That's... Well, yeah, should have been more. Yeah, I love I'm it. Sorry, I loved it. I was like, I I started laughing when you sent that, and I was sitting there going, "This lady, like, I almost want to have one of those AI robots follow her around to like just bark at her, like Cindy, just as a reminder." Seven, seventh, the seventh and eighth. And, eighth. and so I come in today, and I go, "What did I?" I said something like so stupid. Oh my god! Right, so if you, um. Oh yeah, that's right. You're gonna be out the seventh and and eighth, right? Yeah. And I was asking you about. Uh, I was gonna bring lunch. No, you came in. No, you literally came in today and you go. How was your How was your oh, yeah, weekend how, in Austin? I, I ask you. And how I look was at you. And I'm like this lady. I don't know if she's like testing me, <laughs> or it's just like should I call a doctor? <laughs> oh. I had a Bidenism, but I. No, it's called McConnellism now. Oh, um, oh, that's so sad. That is so sad to watch him. How uncomfortable that is when he's just talking and then he. And we all and get, we get there. We get there sometimes. <laughs> we all get there. It's like, I'm kind of tired of this crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I went gambling on Friday. Oh. It was the second time I've ever gambled. Oh, and only was, the second time? Yeah. My buddy took me out. And it was a lot of fun. How much money did you lose? All my money. All huh? all my money I brought. Uh, what what how much did you bring? I'm not gonna tell how much money I have. Not even not not even is that that's rude to say. It's I don't not... want to put people out and no understanding what kind of lifestyle I'm living. <laughs> okay, it's kinda I mean, it's one of those things. Okay, so yeah, twenty five dollars just to lose. Oh and... no, it was just, yeah. it was enough to because I was up and then I had too much fun and then I was like, Oh, I don't have any more money. <laughs> And you just it was so much fun, though. I loved it. The people there were insane. Uh, that was really wild to me. Like what the, one of the craziest things is right when you get into Louisiana, there's all these billboards. Did you go to Cushaw? We, we no, we went to Lake Charles, and Charles. like all the billboards are like this really appealing. Come gamble, come da, da, da. and then at the bottom it says gambling problem. Call this phone number. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going like, that's really funny that the state or somebody or maybe it's a federal thing. I don't know. Like makes you put that on there. Right. And then, but it's like, come visit here. But if you have a problem, you need to call this phone number. That's right. Uh, see, I, I went to Vegas and um, my sister and I took 
my mother and dad to Vegas. They'd never been anything like that. And so we get in the cab, and we're talking to the cab driver, and, and we said, you know, where would you take somebody that does not want to see any nudity, does not want to, they don't believe in gambling, and they just want to see a show that would be really, you know, family friendly. I imagine friendly. that's there. And the, this was a long time ago. And the cab driver says, oh, so I said, you? so where would you take us? And she said, back to the airport, because you're not going to find anything like that. I want to say, like, I want it's either, yeah, so, like, if you visit Vegas.com, which I think is the official, like, Visitors Bureau website. Yeah. If you go to it, they, they don't, they don't segregate, like, oh, clean show bad show it's just like we have all these shows so if you like scroll through their website oh it's pretty crazy like you'll see cert like you'll see Cirque du Soleil oh cool and then it'll say like adult only adult only David uh, Copperfield cool adult only oh it's adult only for the, huh? yeah no it's just funny like they they advertise it all the same it's never because a lot of times they, you think oh we don't want to show the the night like the adult shows yeah. until they click like three links to find to it, you find, find it. it. But now it's just like, no, we're going to, whatever's happening that weekend, we're putting everything <laughs> we got going on that weekend. We took him to some show that we thought was family friendly because of the way it was described. Yeah. And, uh, there's all these guys come out and they're dancing around and then they start taking off their clothes and they are, have got thongs on. And they're bending over with their bottoms sticking out. To, and my dad, and I'm just, I am dying. And my dad, after we finished that show, I went, so dad, what'd you think? He said, I think I just got mooned 300 times. Yeah. That was Well, see, like right here, ridiculous. you can see this. So we have All Motown, which is probably a fun show to go to. Yeah. Right? Above it, Fantasy, the strip's sexiest tease. So it's just funny. Oh, like, no. They don't care. They're like, whatever. You, I, I want to say this is their official website. You think that is? No, I think I really think it's it's Vegas dot com. So whoever's running that, well, um, you got it. You have to be very careful. But there's the rides and all that stuff now. Because yeah. when we well, went, I'm, is there a big church scene there? I imagine there is a church theme or a church? like scene. Because I imagine there's a lot of like friction with gambling so they're like oh it we're called oh yeah. to be there to tell like warn people about the gambling we went and to like a, all the the tempt temptation so i imagine there's a big church scene we there. went to we went to a church on sunday because you know i got up sunday and we went to a church and it was so interesting they were people were so friendly so nice but it was right outside of the strip you know it wasn't like right downtown so uh it was especially trying to find a Church of Christ in in Las Vegas was hard. I mean, I mean, there's not enough of you. No, you're not procreating enough. They have, they have. You know, you still have time. But you're only seventy four, Cindy. <laughs> Please don't talk about that because it gives me a chill up my left leg. Uh, I think you could break a record. Yeah, by seventy five. Then no, I think it's seventy seven would be breaking her record. She's seventy six when she had twins. She was seventy six. Yeah, okay, that's I think right. so. Yeah, then I have plenty of time. Yeah, plenty, plenty of time. time. Plenty of time to have those kids. 
Uh, you probably forget when you're like due date to is you're like, oh man, is it this? <laughs> is that what's bothering me? Oh yeah, I gotta go. To- oh those, they had the Cindy, show. Cindy, uh, you can't drink nine cokes every day. <laughs> you're caring for another child. Oh, I loved when I I couldn't say I was eating for two, three, four, or five, but it was um, you. Shoot, I was gonna tell you something about the strip. You've been to Vegas, right? When I, I we went when I was like twelve, so it didn't really count. Oh, so. We were we did a lot of road trips. Man, they accost you as you're going down, you know, the strip. I don't think they, we really walked anywhere. I think we stayed at like, like the Excalibur or something, and there was a show uh-huh. like with swords and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember there being an arcade, and that's about it. Like we don't think we really walked around. But those people and the and. They're handing you these, you know, pamphlets yeah, and trying, flyers and things like that that are so naughty. Yeah, you should be and doing so that. Children. But with your church. No. No, the church was that singing out there. Bringing in the sheaves, bringing yeah. in the sheaves. Uh, we're trying to uh, keep people from going into those naughty places. But it was, it, it was so Fine. And Cirque du Soleil, it was the first year they had Cirque du Soleil at, at, uh, in Vegas. And so we saw it, and we all cried. It was uh, Cindy and um, Christy and Samantha and I. And we started crying because the talent was so amazing. I, I couldn't, that's, that's the way it hit me. It was like watching, you know, Elvis or somebody, and you start crying when they start singing, and I don't know why that is. Why do girls do that? They just scream and cry. You know, you've never done that watching someone, have you? Watching any kind of performance or an artist of any kind. You never cried or No. It never hit you that way. The talent was so great. That talent was amazing. You know. No, you didn't do that. Okay. I wasn't high enough. You weren't high. Yeah, I wasn't high on life. You weren't high on life. Now, see, now, most of the time when I go see a performance, nine times out of ten, I'm uncomfortable because it's either like too hot or, you know, I'm in line to get a drink and I'm like, let's hurry this up. <laughs> like, it's very How rare. fun you would be at a concert. That's well, I have great. fun during concerts, but I'm not crying. Mm. I would take the kids down. Like, we saw Journey and a big fan of Journey. Oh, I do want to let you know, Cindy, apparently... Las Vegas does not allowed carts to be handed out in the street anymore. The city removed them because of all the litter. How'd you find that out? Uh, one of the listeners on Facebook, Andrew. Andrew? Yeah. Andrew, you are so great. I, see, I keep wanting to have well, you Well, apparently come back he on goes to Vegas all the time because he knows all the laws. He knows, yeah. But did you save any of those magazines they gave you before you went, before they stopped it? So That's you good could, to know. See, Cindy, you could create like an underground church movement there. And it's like, and try to make it like a club mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you got to go to, you got to know the password. Mm-hmm. And you had to like knock four times and then say right. the password. And they open the door and you're like, yeah. yeah. Satan said, and you know, you can call it the Kneeling Palace. The Kneeling Palace. Or the Kneeling Temple. And so we were like, oh, is that a strip club? And it's like, <laughs> no, it's a church. <laughs> Well, they have all those chapels there for people to get married no, in. I, I, ma- I imagine Vegas being a very confusing place. Yes. Go to the chapel. Well, it's just chaos. There's lights everywhere. It's always lit. I mean, yeah, it's like I, would, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'd be like, where, where, 
what's going on? Like when I went uh, to Lake Charles, it was like there's just so much going on. I'm like, this is crazy. Where's like the, where can I like be quiet? Like where where's a quiet place I can gamble and just get a drink? And there's that doesn't exist there. No, no. And what I love is when you're when you're winning, everyone's watching. Like, oh, I want to yeah. I want to get on that slot. Yeah. Because there was literally a lady. Like I was just hanging out. I want some money. And my buddy was like, oh, you want to go check it? I was like, sure, whatever. And get up and right, like literally right when I lifted my like first leg, the lady already grabbed the chair and was like, this is my chair. That's right. It was pretty great. And uh, you warmed it for her. Yeah, oh, yeah. Great. She was like, he was hot. I got I to gotta ride that wave. <laughs> there were so many interesting characters there, though. But I need to tell Andrew, I, I keep asking, I want you to come on the show. And... Richard's saying, no, he's too busy. He's working all the time. He can't do anything like that. Why well, do I want to tell, tell you he hates you? Huh? You didn't want to tell me that he hated yeah. me? Ooh. I was kidding. Richard? Yeah. See? He's just jealous. But, uh, I want you to come on the show. But I made a brisket this weekend, too. It was really good. You made a brisket? Yeah, it was really good. Let me <sighs> show you a picture of it. You, you took a picture of yeah, your brisket? Yeah, it's like my children. You... <laughs> Like this one came out okay. The last one I did, it was lost cause. The child sucks. <laughs> Isn't that how it usually works? <laughs> like you only show the ones you're proud of, right? Right. That's exactly. Oh my goodness. Don't go left or right because there's some naughty pictures in there. Don't. Oh, yeah. why would you tell me that? Because I can see you that's, trying to look through my phone. That's beautiful. You know I mean? Don't show people that. That's that's. Can but I see it? That's not the camera we're using. Oh. What are you thinking? Well, yeah. Can you see it? That's a plate. Yeah, it's a plate of food. Look at that. It really looks here, good. You're going to break my phone. I'm not going to break your phone. Here, here, here. Why would you think I would break Because I know you. That's true. You're so smart. I. You're, the, you're the kind of person that would drop a phone not on the ground, but it would like it would fall on something rolling. And that thing would take it somewhere and then go into like a drain. And then it'd be like, then it falls into a drain. You're like, oh, I didn't know that was even possible. Like, how did they get over there? There's some more drains. They don't have that kind of I don't know, but you'd figure it out. Like, you'd go into the vent up here. Like, I would not. Anything's possible on the Cindy Cochran show. That's for sure. I'll tell you what. I don't know what this thing is that they put around my phone, but the (laughs) phone I had before this. I love how you say it like a, you, this phone magically showed up. <laughs> I don't know. Like someone, don't, someone just—I found this phone, and whatever they put on it, it works so well. No, Sam knew I needed something this dynamic that to save this poor phone because you never could see anything at the in the face of the phone because it was so cracked up. Because it always landed. Right, like that. Yeah. And I cracked it. I you know, it's funny. What well, you should get, this reminds me. So we were at the, the casino. My buddy gave, gave me like a belt clip. And I was like, what is this belt clip for? He's like, well, you have to enter this card like to play the machine or like you get points and stuff, like a membership points. But it's on like one of those key binding things. And I was like, that's silly. And the first thing I did is get up and walk away. And I left the car <laughs> and it's like, swink. And like, oh, I get it now. I get it now, and uh, it's like when you're wearing, you're driving one of those. Yeah, so we need to get that for your phone yes. that just retracts back, and it's like, <laughs> bring me back to here. Yeah, yeah, because I've left my phone here before, 
And um, I believe it, yeah. And I was like, great, now I got to deal with this. Yeah. Now she's going to be calling her phone. and uh, But you knew it was my phone immediately, right? Why? Because I had my picture there. My kids go, why do you put your picture on your phone? That's ridiculous. And I said, it's so that people will know, recognize me if they why see me. Why don't you put, like, your email address on there and everything then? Like a picture with your info on it. Like, if I if I, if you found this phone, call this, call this number. That's a good idea. Yeah. Sounds like you're losing your phone every day, so. Well, it is. And it, the go find me thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is that hard to make, you know, put it on your phone? So, no. But for you, it's probably near impossible. What, what, what would I have to have on my keys? Sam got this um, tire oh, Here we go. I feel like, I remember I told you like four years ago, I should just start a school for for old older people. Yes. To like it, learn the new tech. I thought it was tech. brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. It's, it is it's brilliant. And those commercials on TV about the guy that's trying to... Uh, the kids that are acting like their parents yeah. and they're trying to do things. That's really funny. I mean, I love that. I love well, that I, one thing I love too about like what you're showing me right now is a zip tie with a key. It's you, when you hang out with your friends yeah. and you, or you're meeting new people, Yeah, so many older folks have, so, like, they've learned so many things from their parents and you're kind of like, where did that come from? Oh, my dad did that. And you're yes. like, well, okay. It's kind of wild, but. Sure. You're going to do the same thing. Everyone's a little different. I love it. There's a little thing. Like, one of my favorite ones was uh, one of my buddies, he would always have coffee grounds and pipe tobacco in a cup in his car. Coffee grounds and Yeah, like fresh coffee tobacco. grounds, like like beans and everything, and then fresh pipe tobacco. Mixed together. Mixed together in his car. Would like he smoke open. it or drink it? No, it was just like, it's kind of like potpourri. Oh, that was the smell he wanted. That's the smell he wanted. And I was like, what's this all about? And he's like, oh, my dad always had this because he smoked all the time in the car. Uh-huh. And this is like every week he'd get a new cup of this. So I remember. And so I was like, so are you smoking in your car? <laughs> and, he, and he's like, no, no, but it's just something that like, it smells nice. So I don't get air fresheners. This is just what I do. No. That's, and I'm like, I what a waste so of pipe sweet. tobacco. But pipe tobacco does smell pretty good. Why would you say that? That it's just. So, Do you ever, you ever really smell pipe tobacco? You ever been to like a pipe place that actually has like shredded pipe leaves? Yeah, it smells really good. Yeah, it smells really good. I dig it. I like I like the co- smell of coffee. I cannot drink yeah. coffee, but I like the smell of it. And I've never ever said I like tobacco and somebody smoking and the smell of that because back in the day when I back in the day. Uh, everybody had to, oh, he is giving me a wind-up. You always do that when I get to the best story. I'll have to try and remember well, this. Well, tomorrow you're going to have Brennan Donahoe on. Brianna Donahoe is going to yeah. be in the house. And then you're not going to be, so be your Thursday. Remember that. Cindy, tell your audience you're not going to be here Thursday. I'm, I'm not going to be here Thursday. I'm going to be here. To, I'll be here. No, because you're not going to be here. No, he won't be here Thursday. Here we go. And uh, so there'll be no show Thursday. So, all right, what are you going to play? The one do whatever with, I want. You could play this show or you could play Brianna. And it's gonna we'll be see how good, which one, which one's better. Uh, which we'll, one we'll you like better, see okay. Which one's better. Um, anyway, so. Um, Thank you, Chris Wooten, Financial Group, for sponsoring today's program. If you're looking for any financial services, like 
family planning and retirement planning. And I think he also does some tax stuff too. Uh, just visit WootenFinancial.com. All the information is located in the description below. Thank you so much. I didn't have to, uh, yeah, um, I know. I, I, I know you're having trouble. You don't even know what day it is. <coughs> today is Tuesday. You know what that means. We've got to have some fun today. Tomorrow is Brianna Donahoe. We're going to talk about how the Astros have had a big roller coaster, but they won last night, and that means they get back in first place. So... I'm so excited. Now they're going to meet up with the Texas Rangers, and we everybody's got to support them and, and watch them. And um, I'll tell you what I really want to say. I want to say thank you to our first responders. All the first responders, we love you so much. We respect you, admire you, and all of the first responders. It could be a parent whose first response is to their kid. So yeah, you are a first responder. We love you, parents. And we think it's going to be a great year for you. I think you're going to have more power than you ever had before. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh, y'all join us 2 to 3 with Brianna Donahoe uh, on the Cindy Cochran Show. Real reality radio. Every week, people ask the same two questions. Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise, one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process in helping their clients to a clearer financial future and to see their contact information, visit Cindy Cochran Show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS. Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of the Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936-449. 5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com that's www.wootenfinancial.com this program is sponsored by the wooten financial group it is not the intent of wooten financial group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc., Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any of their representatives.